Welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the weekly manga podcast where we talk about all the chapters of Shonen Jump on Viz's website, as well as another collective volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. And this week, we read Berserk Volume 4, as we're reading Berserk all October long. Yeah. I thought we had a really good Shonen Jump this week. Yeah, I liked it. Lots of stuff that I was like, that was pretty good. That ended up very near the bottom. Fair. So let's go ahead and jump in with One Piece Chapter 1027, Danger Beyond Imagining. There must have been a One Piece chapter with this name before. (laughs) Also, I feel like this is not the most danger that the characters in One Piece have been in in One Piece. No. Like, this is not the most danger they've been in recently. Yeah. I found this chapter to be a little messy, in particular Zoro fight. I found very hard to follow. I went over it like three or four times trying to figure out what had happened. I liked it. I sort of understand what you meant by it feeling a little messy, but I really liked that bit at the end where I'm I'm a little confused about King's line at the end. Where he says, you too, bro? Yeah, because it was like, you know, hey, I'm a swordsman. I want to die by the sword because uh, King tries to kick him out of the building. And Zoro does some kind of like his like one of his pound cannons or he does some move to like literally launch himself back into the building. And it's like, hey. No ring outs. <laughs> yeah. Come on, bro. And the other guy was like, same to you. As you, we can see, like, part of his mask is broken off. And I think it has something to do with that, where yeah. everyone's like, no one's seen King's face. I Well, Zoro's exact line is, show me some respect. And King says, yes. hey, you too. So I think it is like a masked wrestler thing. Like, hey, don't go for my mask then, if that's what you want. That's fair. That's how I read it. And anyway. that's that's how I was taking it, too. Either that or he's going to pull out a sword and be like, I am also a sword that's, man. That was the one thing I was like, is he also saying he wants to die by the sword? Or I mean, because Zoro has been trying to stab him, so that's, yeah. it shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, I, I was just like, all right. So, But I did really like that moment. Yeah, I like the chapter overall. Don't get me wrong. I just thought it was messier than it usually is, and it would have been better if the fight was easier to follow. Fair. Also, like I said, the chapter name seemed like an exaggeration. Probably. I, uh, like most of the times, they kind of just wash over. Like, I very rarely, I read them and I just, they're gone before I start reading, you know, before I finish looking at whatever Odai's drawing for the first page. Hey, you want some monkeys? I drew some monkeys for you. Yeah. <laughs> you want Gold Roger running from a lion? Here you go. I do. So that's what I drew. Yep. Anything else you want to say on One Piece this week, Kevin? Nope. That'll bring us to Jujutsu Kaisen number 161, Tokyo number one colony part one. You were doing so good giving all your chapters different names, then you just had to ruin it. Yeah, well. How many parts do we think this is going to go? 108? Nah. He'll change, and then that one will go 108. Gotcha. Okay. There'll only be part one to this? No, there'll be like part seven or something like that, but then like they'll get the band back together and have to do something, and then the name will change, and then that will go for you know the rest of the series. You know, with the random spawns and the falling from the sky, I feel like instead of all those like four chapters devoted to the rules that didn't make any sense, he could have just said, hey, it's a battle royale. <laughs> yep. Then, yep. And that would have saved us a lot of time. Yeah. Also, the cute girl is cute. Yeah, no, I... I I liked it. Yeah, I, I am also liking Jujutsu Kaisen right now. I just, like I said, I, I still don't know what the rules are, but the rules seem to be where we dropping, boys. Yep. And it seems like he could have very easily just given us that. Anything else you want to say on Jujutsu Kaisen? Nope. All right. Next up, we have My Hero Academia number 328, No Man is an Island. What did you think of My Hero this week, Kevin? I did like it. <laughs> Let's see. Let me check how much I liked it. Yeah, let me check. Exactly. I did actually rather like my hero this week 
I like the ending all right. Yeah. It's it's a pretty decent cliffhanger. It's a good character design for Star and Stripe. Yeah. The most American-American to ever America. But a lot of the chapters seemed unnecessary to me. Like, I didn't need to know how Stain got that information. I'm fine with Stain having information. Yeah. It was kind of nice to see him, like, him reacting in prison, where it's like, you know, even though he's like, yes, I am the hero killer, he was like, you realize that uh, I kill heroes because they're not worthy. (laughs) You're worth even less than they are. So I just like how he's, like, got a rock and he just slits the one guy's throat basically without looking. And it's just kind of like, all right, well, there's one more cockroach down. <laughs> so I like that bit. I, I like stand. Don't get me wrong. I just didn't need that. Uh, That's it was fair. a fine chapter. Yeah. Anything else you want to say on it? I'm interested to see if we're going to have the other international heroes also. Like, I, I know I they, feel like we'll get a few. Yeah, because they, they mentioned, what, two of them? Yeah, uh, but we don't know. We know one is American. We don't even know where the other's from. Yeah. Well, no, there was two other ones, because there was two countries that are like, our hero is doing this, our hero is doing this, and then America was like, yeah, our hero's already gone, because, you know, we're America, (laughs) and of course the American hero is just kind of like, yeah, they'll work it out later, let's go! (laughs) Have you seen All Might? He's he's an honorary American, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) He would definitely claim America as his country in the Olympics, right? Yes. Aren't you from Japan? Yeah. I spent a bunch of time in America. I don't have no Shibuya smash. <laughs> Anything else you want to say on My Hero Academia? No. Next we have Po 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 Po, Chapter 3, Dotamon Battle. I want to like this manga. I don't think you do. No. I'm, again, it's it's one of those things of, I'm not going to totally disregard it, but I don't have that feeling of I want to like this, because I wasn't, you know, I was like, one Chapter 1 didn't really grab me. So it's kind of different from Candy Flurry, where Chapter One did kind of grab me, and I was like, oh, "I'm kind of interested in this," even if it's something along the lines of like, "I'm kind of interested in the setting." I, I just, yeah. It was exactly the chapter I would have predicted this would be yep. given last week. Mm-hmm. He is teaching both of them. What a twist! Yeah. Oh, you know what a surprise! I was like, "Well, I'm, duh." Uh, all I guess I didn't see her motivation being revenge piano. <laughs> yes, father, I shall become a piano. That I that was also kind of like seemed super dumb to me. It was just like, ah, oh, you know, my mother was a good penis, but your dad was so much better that my mother sucks now. <laughs> Wait, huh? He stole all the gigs. I, he can only work one night. Like, you know, he can only be at one place during the night. Go somewhere else. No, you see, her mom was just not good enough. She was at the very bottom of piano, and then he was at the top and pushed her out. <laughs> Anything else you want to say on pa-pa-pa-pa-pa? No. Next up, we have Mashal Magic and Muscles, Chapter 80, Mash Burned and the Friendly Card Game. What did you think of this, Kevin? <sighs> Whiplash? Yeah. It's like, hey, let's start this exciting... Oh, wait, never mind. Let's play Old Maid. I mean... There'll be an okay Mashal joke in it. Yeah, it, like, I actually did... I did find it kind of funny when it was like, all right, we can calm down now. This is just the introduction ceremony. The tournament hasn't even started yet. You know, it was like one of the officials being like, guys, guys, cool your jets. We haven't even said go. Huh? It's like, oh, oh. And that could clearly stop the Slytherins who already murdered one of the schools before the event to steal their seats. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, it actually would, though, because... You know, yes, this is a. That's uh, true. They they need to win this too. Well, like they need to win this, goals. but also they're like, oh, this kid's one of the best students around. 
they're literally, you know, it's like, ah, oh, we're watching the kids fight. Yeah, well, there's hundreds of adults in here. And I'm not saying that these kids aren't better than a bunch of them, but there's like the headmasters of most of those schools are going to be there. That's true. The tournament officials probably are super powerful. Like, there would be people that would be like, okay, no, we haven't said go yet, and I can put you in your place. We certainly don't want another Wahlberg summoning a time mech for 50 <laughs> chapters. No. Anything else you want to say on Mashal? Nope. All right. Next up, we have Ayakashi Triangle, Chapter 62, Artist Curse Jutsu, which seemed weird to me. I liked the chapter. Yeah. I was, I've liked Ayakashi Triangle a lot. Yeah. Later. I really liked Suzu being like, hey, I've got to do a thing mm-hmm. and doing a thing and using the same battle tactics that May did without realizing it. Yep. But I don't know. Gar- or the artist being evil for real seems like a really weak heel turn to me. Well, it doesn't seem like he's evil for real. Even uh, He did even more the, this week than last week to me. He did, but even the Omokage is like, wow, it's almost like you didn't actually want them dead. True. We'll see. Now, now Weak Matsuri is going to fight Guy from First Arc again. Yes. So that's kind of exciting. I think this is you know something along the lines of like uh, Genkai Shackles training, where it's like, all right, cool, you need to be that's- restricted in order to understand how to get stronger. That was my theory last week, yep. so we'll see. Anything else you want to say on it? All right, last but not least, we have Blue Box number 23. I'll definitely get it in. What did you think of Blue Box, Kevin? Again, I've I've really been liking Blue Box, and I really liked this as well. I really liked the kind of turn of, he's like, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go to Nationals and gets eliminated before he, like, even what who he thought his opponent was. Yeah. You know, it was like, all right, you're going to have to make it through the quarterfinals, and he gets, like, knocked out in round one. I don't know that we're supposed to read it as, like, round one. I don't think it was round one either, but, like, he was looking at, all right, I'm going to, you know, I know this guy just beat us in doubles, but you're going to have to beat him if you want to face me in the semis. And then it was like, I I took it as he didn't even make it to the finals. Yeah, definitely. You know, it wasn't necessarily round one, but it could have been, because, you know, depending on if it's, like, a random seating, he could have just happened to go up against this kid. I found it interesting how much of the sports stuff we skip, given all the focus on it. It's definitely a romance manga and before a sports manga. Yes. So I get it. But I found that to be an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to say on it, Kevin? I feel like it's this is like a sports manga that doesn't actually care about the sports and more cares about like what sports manga is about, you know, like drive and determination and stuff like that. Because like we get a lot of focus on that and much less on actual sports. Yes. For both the characters. Yes. But yeah, like I said, I really liked it. All right. That will bring us into Jump Card then. Jump Card is the segment where we rank everything in Shonen Jump each week, not just the stuff we talk about week to week. 18 chapters this week. So what do you have at number 18, Kevin? Me and Robico. Same. I don't even remember what happened. Robico was there, I think. Probably. This was Robico and Mako are working at oh, the coffee yeah, shop. Oh, yeah, the coffee shop. I it wish I didn't just... remember this anymore, I know, Kevin. same. Why did you remind me? I, I apologize. <laughs> but it came to my head, and I had to share in the misery. 
Uh, what do you have at 17? High School Family. Same. Yeah, th- these were not good showings for our least favorite two manga nope. this week. What do you have at 16? Red Hood. Yeah, let's keep the streak alive. Yeah. Also, not a good showing. Nope. I just, I'm like, I don't. Red Hood is almost more torturous than the other two. Almost. It's. But the, it. I, I mean, we both ranked it third from the bottom, but I yes. mean, it was more painful to read through than the other two because I, I didn't have any hope for it. It's like, oh, it's a bad Robico. It's a bad high school family. Sometimes I do find those funny, but I'm like, yep. these are going to be bad ones. Red Hood, it's just like, no, you're doing a shonen wrong. Yeah. Uh, mm. What do you have at 15? Po, 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 po. <laughs> I have it a little higher, but that's fair. Only very slightly. I have mm-hmm. Mashal at 15. Okay. Because I found the whiplash very jarring. Some of the jokes were kind of funny, but I found it super strange. It's like, And now a word from our sponsors. That that joke kind of got me, so it went a little bit higher for me. Gotcha. What do you have at 14? That's where I have Witch Watch. Okay. I only have it slightly higher. So I remember liking Witch Watch, but... I also put it below stuff that I don't usually put very high. So Yeah, I think this was one of the cases of, I remember what kind of annoyed me about it was the setup seemed contrived, as weird as that sounds. It was like, oh, this girl's super capable, only secretly she's not, and I can't do anything right. Like, I would have liked, like, that just seemed too on the nose. Like, it would have been much better if she was just bad at the tea ceremony. Like... I cannot get this tea ceremony thing down, and it's this huge deal to my grandma. She's going to punish me if I can't do it. Will you help me? Okay, sure. Not, I can't do dancing or calligraphy, or I'm completely uncoordinated, and everything I end up doing makes me look like a goat, you know, some kind of creepy monster. Like, that little joke about it was like, why is all of this, you know, why are you always liking to some creepy monster? But it was one of those... then how is she the capable class rep if she literally can't do anything? Uh, she can only not do anything when no one's watching. <laughs> I have p- 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 at 14. Sure. What do you have at 13? That's where I put Magu-chan. Okay. I thought it was all right. Yeah. I, I liked Magu-chan this week, but there was a lot of good stuff this week. Mm-hmm. Uh 13's where I have Witch Watch. Okay. So not much higher than you. What do you got at 12? That's where I have Undead and Unluck. Same. Again. It, it, it was, was better right. than Undead and Luck has been lately. Yes. It kind of got me more, but... It's not super amazing. No, definitely not. I did. I really laughed at the moment of Andy, like, ripping out of the front of his skin of like, oh, well, he's only stopping the front of me. (laughs) So he, like, rips out the front of his skin using it as a shield. Like, ha ha. I just, I really liked that image. Yeah. What do you got at 11? That's where I have Mashal. That's where I have Maka-chan. Okay. Yeah, I I like I appreciated the jokes in Mashal. Even the the joke of the the whiplash being like, guys, guys, this is just the introduction ceremony. The tournament hasn't even started. What do you have at number ten? That's where I put Nero. Same. I'm starting to like Nero more. I'm liking this, you know, fallen dragon character. It's I think middle of the pack is very much how I feel about Nero. Yes, right I I feel like it could have bad arcs and it can have good arcs, and I will endure the bad arcs and hope it doesn't get canceled for them. Yep. Although if we got something better, that would be fine, but. I don't know that I feel like Shonen Jump's been doing great with its new series lately, so. No. Well, like, again, I will, I will always point this out. I am a huge fan of Blue Box, and that is a new series. It's true. So I will, I will take it, and Nero being middle of the pack, I am perfectly fine with. I do like that, you know, I was kind of seeing it, but it was like, you know, why are you, you know, hiding out in the shed? It was like, you know, are you worried that you're not good enough? No, I'm worried that I'm too good and that I would have turned into this guy who's fucking insane. Like, you know, I was doing a real steel weapon and felt like actually murdering somebody, and that scared the shit out of me. 
Yeah. Oh, uh, what do you have at nine? That's where I put Sakamoto days. It's good. I liked the fight. You know, this this is just mostly fight, but I liked the two of them. The art style was a bit different than normal. It was very Super Saiyan 2 Gohan for yes. both of them, the way both of them get drawn in this. Yeah, that's totally fair. I, I liked it fairly well. I put it a bit higher, actually. I have My Hero Academia at 9. Okay. Like I said, I didn't really feel like we needed most of it, but it did have a strong cliffhanger and some good stain stuff. Mm-hmm. So it got it to the middle, at least. What do you have at number 8? That's where I have Jujutsu Kaisen. Same. It's good. I, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm liking it. Same. What do you have at 7? That's where I put My Hero. Gotcha. That's where I have the Elusive Samurai. Okay. I like the setup for Elusive Samurai. I liked some of the stuff that happened in it, but I'm not like super jazzed for it. I do like that I guy is back and he's like, and I like his plan. Yes. I really appreciated the art, especially that last panel of the I guy turning into like the centaur with the bow or that's just made of a giant eye. Like I really liked the imagery of, you know, this guy is monstrous and the young Lord, I I can't remember his name and just probably won't. Protag Chan. Yeah, <laughs> Protag Chan standing up to him. And then a couple other panels. I was just, I really appreciated the art in this one. So it went a little bit higher for me. What do you have at number six? That's where I have Mission Yuzakura chapter 100. So like the the first The chapter. actual chapter. The actual chapter. Ironically, that's where I have the gag chapter. The gotcha. Chapter. We got two Mission Yuzakura this week, people. We celebrate it hitting 100. Congratulations to Mission Yuzakura family. Yeah. I don't remember what happened in the gag chapter now. I will talk about uh, it later because I actually I, really I liked, liked it because I, I have a number six. Mm-hmm. I remember it was by far the funniest thing in Jump this week. Fair. Anything you want to say about Mission Yuzakura? Or? I also, like, I really liked this chapter, you know, with, wow, and now I'm drawing a blank on what happened in the actual chapter because okay, I'm just well, remembering I'll the gag. I'll talk about it later. Sure. <laughs> I'll do, I'll, I will jujitsu you. Okay. What do you have at number five? That's where I put the elusive samurai. Gotcha. That's where I put Sakamoto days. Okay. I like probably my favorite chapter of Sakamoto days so far. I really like the, like I said, Gohan style art mm-hmm. and that both the characters got to contribute. Yeah. What do you have at number four? That's where I put blue box. Okay. Really not much else to say over what I talked about when we were talking about the chapter. It's where I put one piece. I still sure. really enjoyed it, but like I said, I thought it was messier than Fair. one piece typically is. What do you have at number three? That's where I have Ayakashi Triangle. Good stuff. I'm liking what's going down. And like you said, I liked Suzu being able to actually do a thing. Yeah. It's nice when they let them do that. Mm-hmm. I got Blue Box at three. Okay. What do you have at two? That's where I have Mission Yozakura, the 100B, the okay. gag chapter. I just really appreciated the I stuff, you know, with the... Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I do remember really loving the joke about I, uh, Mitsuri and... Tayo's adopted daughter, but that's crossed out. Uh, yes. <laughs> but, you know, like, I really liked it. It's like, it's that's chapter. essentially, that's their adopted daughter. You know, her interaction with the entire family, her going through all the training. Like, I really loved it. It was like, you know, the the one that you, the Yozakura family member that you bond with the easiest is Goliath. And she's just sitting there like, you know, they're like right next to each other as dogs. Like, Yeah. <laughs> Um, I have Ayakashi Triangle at two. Like, okay. like you said, I really appreciated them letting Suzu do something. Fair. What do you have at number one? I have one piece at number one. I really liked the moment of King kicking Zoro out of the building. Zoro managing to like make his way back in and being like, hey, like you said, hey, no ring outs. You know, <laughs> you think I, it's Super Smash Bros? Yeah. I'm a swordsman. I want to die by the sword. It just reminded me of that Mihawk chapter when he stands there with his arms out. No. He's like, aren't you going to try and run? And it's like a wound on a swordsman's back is a mark of shame. Yeah. Uh, I will get stabbed in the front, good sir. 
I have Mission Yozakura family at one. Sure. I really enjoyed the chapter this week. A lot of it's the cliffhanger at the end with the dad showing up. Oh, yeah. But I just felt like, I, like I said, Mission Yozakura is not my favorite series, but it's also one I don't want to see canceled anytime soon. Yeah. And this was, again, I think one of the best chapters of Mission Yozakura family so far. A great chapter 100 starting the next story. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed it. It's what I'm here to read. Anything else you want to say on Shonen Jump this week, Kevin? Nope. All right. We read Berserk Volume 4, and we will be back to talk about that after the break. So we read Berserk Volume 4 this week, and I'm a little afraid we're going to have less on it to say than we did last week, even though a lot more happens. Possible. I, for the most part, enjoyed it, but I enjoyed it the way that you just enjoy a story that's going on. I thought the pacing was good. I feel like I might actually really not like this if I was reading this month to month. Just because so little happens per chapter. Like, in this entire volume, a lot happens, but also kind of nothing. It's not... There's a lot of forward progress, but like it's there's essentially one thing that happens this yeah. entire volume. There's a, a major shift in the status quo. I mean, and yeah. you could argue there's a lot. His dad dies. Yeah. By by his hand. There's yeah. a, there's the rape scene. There's his dad gets his leg cut off before that. Yep. And then he joins up with Griffith. Yep. All of which is very important stuff, but at the same time like I enjoyed the pacing of it as a volume reading through it all. And if I got this volume and had to wait a month for the next volume, I think it would have been fine. But chapter to chapter, a month in between, I think the pacing would have been really bad. But that's not how we read it. So, yep. Well, and there's also the thing to go with. I don't know that this was releasing month to month either, because I remember Berserk has been plagued with problems. Where, did they go this far back? I though? don't know. Because I, I just not. You, I just know Berserk has been. Pl- I assume not as well. I'm assuming we, go, you know, we he chugged through a, a good portion of it and then started running into issues. But like you said, enjoying the story, this would be one of those things where I don't. I don't know what magazine it came out in, but this might be one of the ones where like I would actually make myself wait until I had a couple of chapters and then go back and then wait. And then go back through it again. I mean, I don't know if I would, but that's just kind of not the sort of person I am. Mm-hmm. Like I said, though, I think volume four as a volume is a perfectly good unit of story. Yeah. And it made me very excited that we're going to read volume five next week. Mm-hmm. I guess we already kind of went through the major events where Berserk Berserk guts deals with his rape. But his, his raper says, hey, your dad sold you to me. But yep. his dad acts ignorant of it. And Guts is like, oh, he was lying and gets that guy killed. Yep. With uh, kills that guy. You're right. But it makes it look like an accident. Or well, I guess not an accident. It makes it look like someone else did it. Yeah, it's essentially they're in the middle of a battle, and then he goes, like, charging off to chase down one of the enemies, and Guts chases after him and shoots him with a crossbow. Yeah. And then stabs him and just leaves him dead, and then can just, you know, just claim, like, yep, he died. It was a battle. Lots, you know, I'm assuming, you know, a couple of people died. Yeah. Well, even if that- Even if we're amazing, him dying isn't weird in a battle. Yeah. Like, it's always... Made me think of, like, a battlefield would be a great place for an assassination because literally no one will look twice at you being like, oh, yeah, that guy died. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, people were dying all over the place. Yeah. I believe that's also the battle in which his father figure loses his leg. Um, I, it, it seems to imply that, but 
it's also like that's the next event that happens. So I don't just be I that. don't think so. I think it's a little bit later that his because I think there's I, honestly I think there's a couple years in between those events because I think he grew up a little bit. Then his dad lost his leg because I think his dad lost his leg in a castle assault. Gotcha. But I might be misremembering because some of the battles are kind of the, the, smashed together. They are. And that's why I said I, I'm not sure yeah. myself. That, that's how I read it was he lost his leg in that same battle. But I it, could be wrong. And if I went through again looking for that detail. Yeah, I, c- I could find wrong. it, but I don't know either. It's not particularly important either. No. His dad loses his leg. He gets drunk and blames Guts for everything. Well, the we also have the scene of... So, like... You know, during the first part, you see Gambino as he is a bit of a dick, but he's also not a horrible person. He's just kind of a bad person. And then once he loses his leg, you really see him turn even to being even worse. Yeah. So Guts has been providing for him. He's like, hey, I managed to kill the, you know, so he comes up back after a battle of like, hey, I managed to kill the enemy general and get the reward. Uh, this will keep you, you know, in wine and women for a while now. Or, you know, for a while yet. And he's like, oh, and you can get meat. What? Meat for the dog. As he's, like, just petting his pet dog, completely igno- basically ignoring Guts. Yeah. Only then to immediately, I'm assuming, kill the dog. Because we had the thing of the dog. He kicks the dog at one point, and then it's, like, barking after him after he's chasing after those dudes. And you see him get angry. Yeah. And I just kind of assumed he killed the dog. I guess I didn't, but we don't see the dog again. So, certainly a valid read. Yeah, I'm... We wouldn't have seen the dog again anyway because he left the camp immediately, but yeah, I just had that feeling of this was like really showing he's going freaking insane because, you know, he was used to having power, and so now that he doesn't have any, he's lashing out. Yep. And he blames Guts for losing his leg, yep. his woman, and everything. Yeah, cause it, and they keep going back to the Guts being a cursed kid because he was born from a dead mother. Yeah. So Guts ends up killing him when he kind of tries to kill Guts. I also like elements of this, so we see a lot of Gambino beat the will to survive into Guts. So we see Guts, he's crying, but it's like his sword arm moves to kill Gambino without him really thinking about it. And we see that later on, too. Like, when he's fighting some other people, he's like, ha, all right. You know, when he's fighting the wolves, he's like, all right, this is the end. And then, you know, the next instant is him with his sword in the wolf's throat, like, oh, well, I guess I'm going to keep going then. Which is also what Griff says about him. Yes. He, he has a death wish, but his will to survive is too strong. Yeah. Which is an interesting sort of conundrum for a character, and it's what we've seen of Guts in the present in air quotes as well. Yeah. I And I, I really like that building of the character through this of like, you know, we see him a lot more arrogant as he's older, but when he's young, he's, you know, literally crying like, oh my God, I killed my dad. And then the other people, as he's trying to explain, the other camp people are like, oh, why did you kill Gambino? I was like, I mean, nobody's going to question why Gambino was in Guts's tent with a sword. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, under- I understand. But, you know, then he's fighting back almost without trying. Yeah. Yeah. I do find the origin story for Guts much more interesting than the stories with the Guts that are told. Yeah. Up front. And I, you, to be fair, you need to show some of who this person is before his origin becomes interesting. Yes. But I think this, like I said last week, is a much more interesting story mm-hmm. than what came before. Even if I still think it's got a lot of sort of immature darkness, a lot of darkness for darkness sake. Yeah. I still think that's a very valid criticism. But there's a lot of good stuff in here, too. So he 
runs away from his mercenary group when they accuse him of murdering his father. Well, he he runs away. They shoot him in the chest with an arrow. He man- and then he falls down a cliff. Manages to live. Gets attacked by wolves. Manages to kill a bunch of them. So many of them that the pack backs off because they're like, "Fuck that." Yeah. And then he gets picked up by another band of mercenaries who are like, "Man, this kid's lucky that we were happening to be walking by." It's like, yeah, we could use a mercenary. Yep. And so Griffith remarks on this later, but we see Guts is kind of just throwing themselves into battle, and this is where we start seeing. I know from the backstory, we start seeing the, uh, like, essentially the uh, named knights that Guts fights. So the first one is, I forget the guy's name, but it's like, oh, this is blah, 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 the purple rhinos. They all have, like, color animal names, but he's the he's got this giant guy with his big axe. Oh, he cut down 30 men, you know, and this is where we kind of see him sort of bounty hunting, Well, essentially. He, he, he's more mercenary. Yes. Because he's like on the battlefield already, and he's like, "Hey, what will you give me if I?" Yeah, but it's like a bonus for killing, like that guy. You know, that's a three star bounty over there. (laughs) You'll get a bonus if you take him down, and then I'll try to hire you, and you'll refuse. Yep. Well, and some of that is, you know, he was like, "Hey, I'll make you, I'll make you my squire," and because again, he has that death wish. So he's like, "Yeah, but the conflict here is almost over, so I, I need to leave now." Yeah. And then we also see the trauma of the guy touches him, and he doesn't want to be touched by dudes. Yes. Even accuses Griffith of being gay for showing interest in him as yep. a human being. Well, to be fair, the first thing Griffith says is, I want you. <laughs> it's true. It's like, I, I do love the... <laughs> and Uncle Sam doesn't exist yet, so there's only one way to take that. Yeah. <laughs> I want you. Okay, I don't swing that way. No. But yeah, Griffith's men are assholes, so they attack Guts to try to steal his bounty. Yep. Guts beats them all up. Kills one of them. Yep, that's true. Kills Dante. Yep. Poor him. Griffith manages to beat him, though, and then take him back, nurse his wounds, basically, or have his woman do it. Yeah, I'm totally blind. Casca. And so we see that, you know, kind of a love triangle, sort of. Sort of. She is interested in Griffith. Although, I don't know that I think if Guts is interested in her or not at this point. No. he He's honestly, like, as weird as it sounds, he is not the focus. Because, like, G- Griffith is interested in Guts, Costco is interested in Griffith, yeah. and Guts is just kind of there. <laughs> Guts is a hypotenuse. <laughs> yeah. But we also have the embarrassing, you know, thing for Casca of Griffith. Like, oh, well, it's a woman's job to keep a, a man warm, so you've got to uh, sleep with him naked for the next two days. It feels like you can do that with clothes and keep them warm just fine. Yeah. Uh, there is, you know, there is that survival thing of... You actually want skin-to-skin contact, so there are times where it's like, yeah, you actually want to, you know, if you're trying to keep somebody warm, you strip down in the same sleeping blanket or whatever to try and stay warm. So, like, I do sort of understand that, but it definitely seems to me like Griffith is just not interested in Casca except as anything but a warrior and is almost, this is one of those, you know, seeing Griffith being his weird self where he's like, I value you as a warrior, sort of. But well, well, her comment is that when Griff was like, I want you, she's like, oh, he doesn't want anything. She's yeah. never said that to me. Yeah. That's what I meant. You know, she's jealous of Griffith wanting guts. Yeah. Certainly there is a tension there. You're right. Yes. Anyway, Griffith defeats guts in a, a fight. I guess it's, I was going to say duel. That doesn't seem right because it's a berserk fight. So it's knockdown drag out. But. Well, it starts off as a sword duel and which it shows that Griffith is clearly a much more skilled fighter. And while Guts is a pretty good fighter, he relies on brute strength and not skill. You know, like Griffith mentions when he was fighting the one knight, 
he was like, uh, you would have died if his axe hadn't broken when it did. And, you know, part of me is also at the same point. I was like, yes, but Guts also cut into his axe. Yeah. So it was like he, he might have, you know, this thing's going to break now. It's like, you would have lost that game if you didn't put that trap card down. Yeah, it's like. But I, but I did. <laughs> yeah. I It was more of you got lucky that his axe broke at that point. I was like, yeah, there's a bit of luck involved. But at the same time, you know, he also, you know almost sundered his weapon and then just hoped that it would break against his armor. Yeah. Uh, but we clearly see that Griffith is much more skilled because we have... Because he does a wrestling on him. Well, I was just talking about just with his swordplay because he's true. like, he's deflecting Guts's blows one-armed with like a rapier. And he um, does that thing where he jumps on Guts' sword. Yes. Yeah, I liked that moment. I also like the uh, Guts's line of like, you know, you keep talking. Let me show you what you use, use your mouth for in the battlefield and bites down on Griffith's rapier and starts charging after him. Yeah. And that's where it turns into the knockdown brawl where it's shown that Griffith also has wrestling moves yeah. and dislocates Guts's shoulder. Yep. Yeah, so it ends basically with Guts now part of Griffith's mercenary squad being given important jobs to do on his own. Because that was essentially like, because Guts didn't want to do it. And he was like, all right, I'll make you a deal. If you can beat me in a fight, I'll come, I'll, I'll be your soldier or fag boy or whatever. But if uh, you lose, I could just stab you in the shoulder. Because <laughs> Griffith stabbed him in the shoulder the first time they fought. Yeah. And so it ends with Guts seeming like, oh, man, maybe I can get along here. Yeah. because this will be okay. Now it's my job. Yep. Well, they have the, the Band of the Hawks and they're doing a night raid and... Guts is impressed with like how well thought out everything is. He was like, wow, we're, you know, attacking from downwind. We're crossing through a river. We use the wind to, a, you know, he used the wind to their advantage to spread fires and they blew up the gunpowder reserves and everyone seems, you know, very confident and well coordinated. He's like, wow, this is the, this is the most well executed night raid I've ever seen. Like I've participated in the, uh, we sort of snuck around and then just rushed at him as a mob. But then he has the, oh, they're chasing after us. All right, cool. This is my job. I'm holding the line. Yep. And that's, that's good... where we end. Yep. Like I said, I'm pretty excited to read volume five. Yeah. But volume four, like, it feels like a unit of story, like I said, but a very small one. Yeah. And, you know, I know, like, we speculate a lot of, like, oh, how was this reading it week to week or month to month? But it, at this point, I can't do that. I mean, I could. I could just read one, one chapter, chapter of the volume every month, but like that's not how I get the stories anymore. So I'm not going to, you know, oh, this is how they, you know, this was how it was originally released. All right, cool. Well, this is how I did it now. So if I enjoyed the story like I did, I will just keep going. Yeah. Anything else you want to say on it, Kevin? Nope. All right. Do we want to add somebody on personality power level? I kind of feel like the answer is still no, but if you want to. I'm fine with also saying still no. If I remember correctly, there are not a whole lot of characters, I put air quotes up, in Berserk at this point. It's essentially Casca, Guts, Griffith, Griffith. and yes. Like, Puck. We have uh, yeah, Puck, Puck on the list. Puck is He's not around now. So for most of Golden Dawn, like, there will be other people, but it's essentially just them. If we wanted to put uh, Donovan on, we could, I suppose. But Eh. Okay. He was literally there for like... 12 pages because it was like two pages last volume and then another you know like i guess it was most of a chapter but still all right then that will do it we will talk to you all next week about berserk volume five until then our opening theme is fighting against one's will by midair machine 
Our closing theme is A Psychic Fistfight by Tom W. Emerit. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions, and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt. www.lastpodcast.com is our website where you can check out my other podcasts, including It's a Gundam, where we just started Gundam 00. So if you're at all interested in that, it's a great place to hop on. Kevin is on the first two episodes. Yeah. Anything you want to plug, Kevin? Nope. All right. We will talk to you all next week. Stop.